Welcome to John Wayne Lie to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the flying melange of splattery, probably diarrhea with some other stuff mixed in there. John Wayne, that's right, here I am, back again. Uh, wow, so many things going on. I'm here in Wayne Manor, as I always am. However, a little bit of a difference here. I am nestled in the West Wing this morning of Wayne Manor. Um, in uh, in the room, which was which has been dubbed as the band room uh, here, where I used to have rehearsals and stuff before uh, we moved practice to elsewhere uh, with bands, but I still practice and stuff in here. It's a great big room. I'll explain more later while we're in this room why we're in this room today. But we are here in the West Wing uh, this morning, and uh, I've of course got a very big, uh, big hyping, piping, hyping, piping, pop, pop, hot cup. Here we go. Of coffee, black as death, black as my heart and soul, black as all of uh, eternity and everything we don't know in the depths and the pits of uh, Leviathan. Coffee, that's right, I'm drinking black coffee. I'm, I have it in my extra big As Above, So Below mug this morning that uh, I got from my very good friend Ray. Shouts out, Ray, I love you, dude. Thank you for the mug. Um, I am, uh, I've got a nice cold Topo Chico, and here, here's another thing about Today, that's a little bit different and exciting. Uh, I have got a ex- most excellent bowl of uh, Grandpappy's medicine, all just 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 loaded up and ready to go. But let me tell you a couple things about this. First of all, uh, I was I was you know had a very special uh, visit from the Monsignor uh, last evening. Um, we we had a, a, a very nice uh, meeting of smoke session, and the Monsignor, as you know, he comes by my house. He blesses me many times with many things, and he, uh, he came by to bless me with four different strains of marijuana that he had, and uh, marijuana, and it was uh, excellent, most excellent. I can't remember all of them. It was like white Tahoe cookies is one of them, and I think that's the only one I can remember, but... He, uh, uh, as he is so kind and generous, he uh, left a small, um, you know, sampling to me of all four of these different strains, which I have, uh, of course, Frankenstein together in my grinder into one big uh, kind of pile um, or, you know, medium sized pile, I guess. And and I've I've loaded it up to smoke uh, this morning on the podcast with you all. But here's the thing. I, I. I'm not smoking out of my Sherlock style pipe this morning, as you know we talked about my new pipe that I got a few weeks ago. I'm smoking out of an old standby. Some would say a classic, some would say a legend. I would say all of these things. I'm smoking out of the Green Lantern. That's right, folks. The Green Lantern has returned. Um, and you probably, even longtime listeners, are probably like, "What the hell are you talking about? What's a Green Lantern?" Because I don't think I've even talked about it. It's been it's been a retirement for that long. The Green Lantern. If you, some of you may may you. No or not no was uh it is a bong now this is a uh bong that has been in my possession and the possession of myself and two other uh close friends who uh will shall remain nameless um for shit how old am I now 21 years we've had this uh bong 21 years dude that's like kids are that this bong can legally drink now that's how old this bong is and and this is like you know, I hate to put it in these terms, but they, you know, they don't make them like this anymore, folks. We got this bong. Uh, I remember it just as clear as day, the day we got it. Uh, my friend, myself, and my friend, uh, one of the friends who went in on it, we, we went to uh, this store called Bazaar Bazaar, Bizarre Bazaar, just in case, just to, you know, clarify a little bit. 
And what this was in, uh, there was a couple of them in Houston. I don't even know. There might only be one of them left, maybe two. But what they are is basically, well, shit, after all this, who knows. But um, what they basically are, they were like a head shop, you know, but like they had uh, not only just, you know, pipes and bongs and and papers and shit like that, but they had uh, T-shirts, like a huge selection of T-shirts and um, you know, other kind of jewelry, like, like stuff that like stoner kids and, and rock and roll, you know, teenagers and stuff would like, uh, to, to check out. And, but it was like the first place, at least around then at that time that had all of this shit. I bought a bunch of shirts from there, like irreverent, stupid shirts that you buy when you're, you know, uh, you know, a stupid kid. Like I had this shirt that was, um, that I got from there, uh, that was a, it was a play on the NBA logo, you know, like, uh, you know, the silhouette of the guy in the basketball. But it was a very clearly a, a pimp silhouette with like the big hat and cane and shit. And it said NPA, National Pimp Association. And oh, yeah, you know, I bought that shirt. Uh, what a dork. Um, but anyway, and I got a lot of shirts from there. They had cool skater brands. That That's another thing they had. They had skateboards uh, like the good kind like there was a few skateboard shops in the mall or maybe actually one where you could go and build your deck and have them order the shit. But this, this place was like legit as well. They had a bunch of shit in stock. If you were into skateboarding, you could build a, a very badass deck. This, this is like a one-stop shop for all the things that you as a, as a teenager or early, you know, whatever, as a young person should spend all of your disposable income at this place. You know, it's got your, your, it's got your t-shirts that you don't get everywhere that are, 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 you know, kind of a little raunchy or, or uh, edgy, if you will. You know, you've got uh, all of your smoking, ca- uh, uh, you know, paraphernalia of anything you could ever want. And, uh, you know, skateboards and all kinds of shit. Dildos, they have some dildos there if you wanted them. They had everything there that you wanted at Bizarre Bizarre. So we're looking through these, uh, you know, through the bongs in this. Uh, and we, we go to this, uh, they have it in the back area, but there's like an area for the bongs. And some of them are a little bit more pricey than others and, and such. And this one, um, this bong, it's like... It's hard to dis- well, it's easy to describe, but it's like a, a think like a genie bottle type of shape, right? But it's you know, and it's about fifteen inches tall, and it is uh like translucent green with like a crackly kind of uh glass, you know, uh, type of glass. But it is thick as fuck. Like it's at least it's little, probably a little over a quarter of an inch thick at the at the mouthpiece, especially like all the way through it. And it's got a thick ass base. This, this thing weighs fuck easily, you know, probably 10 pounds, maybe now. I mean, eight, eight or eight or six or seven pounds. I mean, it weighs, it weighs. This is not like passing your fucking plastic steamroll to your buddy and being like, Oh, let's get hot. No, this is like the legit ass shit right here. And we've had this button. It's like a pool carb. So there's no hole or anything like that. You know, it's just, you light the bowl and then pull the bowl out and, um, and the reason why, and I'll get to why I like I, I, I dusted this off, but, but this is a 21-year-old bong, and this bong cost us $90 back then. $90. Just candy, Ned. $90. Here we go. Oh, yeah. And see that? That's how you hit a bong. That's a good bong hit. That is a good bong right there. Oh, man. And see... Whoa. And see... uh. One of the main, you know, uh, one of the many, many benefits of not having children is uh, that I don't have to worry about 
things in my house that aren't child safe or necessarily uh, would it, or or that would invoke questions from people like what is that? So, <coughs> whoa, <coughs> I get you, buddy. Sorry. So, uh, so my other two friends, dear friends of mine, still to this day, uh, they have childrens, and um, you know you just can't. Uh, and while you know they're they're these are cool people, they still get down. Don't get me wrong, but. Sometimes it's just not the right environment to have like a, a you know, 15 foot, 10 pound, thick ass glass bong hanging out. Um, and plus, like they, they can't break it out and use it all the time. And I feel bad because I actually haven't broken it out to use it in a long time either. It's pretty much just been like a set piece here in the, the band room uh, on the desk. You know, it, this this room after, um, you know, we didn't practice in here. We didn't get um, we'll get into this. But anyway. Um, yeah, so the bong is back, and I've just, like, had this Frankenstein, uh, bowl, I took a couple of hits, I'm probably gonna be fucking high as balls here in a minute, but, uh, yeah, so, that, that was a little explanation, a couple of, couple new things, it's exciting, it's very exciting, I'm telling you, uh, so the bong is back, the Green Lantern is here, now this is the only, I don't, also I don't name my pipes at all, um, anymore I guess but like this the Green Lantern had a name and it sticks and I don't think that it's a douchey name or stupid because you look at it and it is a green it's green and it's a like a lantern shape it's Green Lantern and I remember the first time we were smoking out of it myself and my friend and this other guy James uh was over at our apartment uh because this was in college and we were smoking out of it for the first time and he was he took a hit he was holding we're like man what should we name it we gotta name it something and he took a hit and exhaled and says what about the Green Lantern and boom, a star was born, dude. A star was born. So, very excited to have the Green Lantern back in the lineup. Uh, you know, took her out last night. Also, when the Monsignor was here, trotted her out. We had a great old time breaking her back into existence, uh, as I've been doing all week. So, um, first off, without further ado, hey, it's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up, grab your check to get up. First of the month, you know what that means, folks. We got. I'm going to shout out all my Patreon homies and supporters by name, and here we go. At, well, first of all, you know I have a Patreon if you'd like to support me. You can go on over to patreon.com slash Dead and join one of the tiers that I have available. Uh, I give away all kinds of cool shit, uh, monthly stories, out-of-print PDFs. Uh, I put videos and stuff on my wall, plus every single tier gets you access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, which is another weekly podcast I do that comes out every Monday when John Wayne Lied to You comes out, uh, but over on the Patreon page. So let me shout out all of my people. These people, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for the support. It's been a long, hard road. Uh, This is one year since I started my Patreon. I I, I forgot. I wanted to mention that. Uh, I started it one year ago, basically this around this week. So a lot of these people have been here from the start with me uh, and from the get and every people who are jumping on. I've, I appreciate it so much. Like, this has helped me tremendously, particularly since, you know, I I don't have a day. I haven't had a day job for a year either. I, uh, you know, everybody's shit's gotten all fucked up this year. I'm not saying I'm no special case. Everybody's had it's hard. But, you know, having all of my travel and, and, and cons kind of taken away, uh, you know, Patreon has definitely helped. I just want to let you guys know I very much super, super appreciate it. So here we go. Shouts out. And much love to Hugo Camacho, my man over there, Oranisi's Press, keeping it down. All the international, man. I love you so much, dude. I can't wait to sing Hedwig and the Angry Inch with you in person one day. Jamie Gucker, I love you. Uh, you're looking good out there. Congrats. Or, I mean, uh, good luck. I saw you going on an interview. I'm saying congrats ahead of time because I'm, I'm 
predicting you're going to get the job you want. And I love you very much. Shouts out. Jessica Reeves, thank you so much uh, for everything. Always good to talk to you and see you. I appreciate your support. Cody the Codeman Jax, jumping around out there like a maniac. I love you so much, dude. Keep up the good work in the writing, and I appreciate the support. Nick Hogleg Poncio, you know what's up. I love you, dude. Shannon Bradner, oh, so good to talk to you. And I can't wait to get out there and start seeing you again and uh, out on the road. Shouts out to you. Thank you so much. Tim Feely, you magnificent bastard. Thank you so much for your support, dude. I love you. John, the man, Rodney, you are an awesome dude for life. I appreciate your support so much, man. And, and you know, you, I, I very much appreciate your belief in my, uh, in, in, in me very much. Thank you so much for that. Mary Beecher, my Chicago queen out there. I will see you, uh, cosplaying it out there with your friends soon soon please i hope so judy madil my maza hello maza thank you amy torres mccoy shouts out girl i miss that smile and that laugh i miss that smile and that laugh uh charles chadwick my man up there oh oregon still doing it portland shouts out to you my friend pumping iron kicking ass taking names bubblegum chewing all that shit i love you dude jared barbie Heading down, heading half of Man in the Helmet Death's Head Press. Shouts out to you, dude. Thank you for everything. You're the man. David DeBernaditas, thank you, dude. I actually had a dream last night, man, Dave, that you and I were hanging out, that you, like, just, I was at a table somewhere. You, like, walked up to my table, and I was like, dude, what are you doing here? And you're like, I don't know. Like, maybe we met in the dream world together and had a dream. I don't know. Let me know. Call me if that happened. Alicia Alicia and Chris Stamps, what's up? I'll try to church it up. Alicia. Alicia and Chris Stamps, what's up, guys? I love you so much. Shouts out. Thank you for all the support. Dustin Hendricks still I was still hoping having that honeymoon feeling man uh what's up dude shouts out to you uh check out the uh the podcast over there and uh, I hope it's all going well Oscar Garcia shouts out to you my man uh good luck with everything out there you're Weldon you're uh you're Jack Weldon you're uh ACN you're 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 flip-flopping dip-dopping and everything in between uh, uh thanks for coming out to see me also last week at the event dude i very much appreciate it and your daughter is adorable shouts out jay Wright, what's up man how you doing up there i hope all is well uh keep that sage lit man and uh, uh you know watch out for uh whatever's and uh you know keep the the ghoulies out of that toilet dude i love you man david mccoy what's up man thank you so much <clears throat> for all your support shouts out i love you dude i can't wait to walk into the bar one day and see you sitting at the <clears throat> sitting there and i uh, buy you a beer and then we have a, a hug charles the animal steel at funko hunter 803 what's up man shouts out to you you are we're uh stay tuned because we're gonna have uh oh mr charles on uh, the awesome dude for life podcast tomorrow so that's a little tease right there carrie leal coming out my sister thank you carrie for your support i love you shouts out to caroline's caroline tony evans my man katoni kentucky tony now escaped living over in that indiana lifestyle what's up dude tony i love you man uh, you keep up the good work. You're going to get hugged to death when I see you next time. Lucas Milleron, what's up, dude? One of my fellow Grindhouse Press authors and uh, awesome dude out there kicking ass and keeping it real. And uh, keep sending me those pictures of those crazy bongs, man. I appreciate that. So shouts out to you. And shouts out to Brian Keene. Thank you so much, dude, for everything, uh, for all your help, all your support. And I, I just thank you uh, for being always ever awesome and uh and there for me so thank you to all my patreon people guys i very much appreciate it as i said before that it's helped a lot and it's just good to know that uh even even when you're feeling down you know you got people in your corner and, and it helps helps keep you spur you on so i appreciate it if you would like to uh join my patreon uh army of people there that is growing you can go to patreon.com slash john wayne is dead and join one of the tiers over there they range in in different uh you know donation prices or 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 
memberships. I don't know what this is. Patreon prices, whatever. But you know, you get different things with each tier. And like I said, you all, everyone gets access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast. And, uh, uh, yeah, and all of the back episodes, plus uh, a lot of extra things that I put on the wall all the time, like um, you know, videos of songs and other co- readings and stuff like that. So, so check it out if you want a little extra John Wayne in your life, and uh, it, give, and it helps me out uh, immensely. Sh- you know, shoot shoot Uncle Johnny a couple bucks. Also, newly added is the one dollar beer club uh, on the Patreon. For only a dollar a month, you get access to the Awesome Dude for Life podcast and the, and the warm fuzzy feeling of knowing that you have helped out your boy thank you so much so check it out guys um so let's see wow i'm getting all over the place here so well speaking of patreon i I did just post something on the wall before i started recording that was like a a sneak peek uh for them uh for my members to see first before i reveal this to anybody else out uh in the world but uh, i can talk i've been talking about it and it's it's uh you know my new book forthcoming book mage of the hellmouth uh is coming from grindhouse press january 8th 2021 and i've been telling you how i'm getting ready you know to do some special things and i had these dice made well i got the dice yesterday in the mail and they are bad ass these are 12-sided die that uh you know i'll it's my handwriting on the die like i drew the the numbers but they're all sixes okay so that Every side is a six, except for one side. There's one side that's just a pentagram, and then one side that's a JWC, like my initials. And uh, inside all of the sixes, in the little you know circle of the six, is a tiny, tiny, tiny little pentagram that they fit in there for me too. So, and it's all blood splattered. So it's like, you know, this white dice with my handwriting and my stuff on it, and it's all blood splattered. It looks, they look fucking badass. So, um, very excited about that, and, and like that's the kind of stuff I drop on the Patreon early and, and, and kind of tease it. But I'm going to start teasing these out this week. Um, I'm going to start just putting some images, getting pe- you know, get, getting some interest around um, the release of the book, but also these pre-orders. Uh, not, uh, yeah, I'm going to do a pre-order for this limited edition one. There's only 20 of these, 20, and that's it. So I'm going to start putting those out. So if you're interested in uh, getting a special edition, uh, limited edition, uh, Mage of the Hellmouth copy when it comes out with the dice and some extra stuff. Uh, you know, keep keep a look out there. Keep a look. Uh, follow me at John Wayne is Dead on Twitter and Instagram, and follow my Facebook page. And um, I'll start putting that out there this week. So hopefully, uh, if you want one, you can get in when I, when when I officially put the pre order out uh, to to do. So um, let's see. Also now, where was I? Okay, so. The green. I told you, man. That weed. The Green Lantern. I'm look. I'm sitting here, and I, I was staring at the Green Lantern when I just like paused like that. I was like, "Yes, I know. Yes. Oh, I do want to kiss you one more time. Oh, thank you so much, Green Lantern. But uh, I, I actually will kiss it one more time. So before I get into uh, why we're in a different room today. So <clears throat> here we go. Oh yeah. Very good. So, one thing else. Uh, one thing else. One thing I talked about last week was uh, the audiobook uh, gigs that I've been been getting. You know, I'm doing a couple for Death's Head Press, and then I also got hired uh, even for some more this this week that just passed. So I told I, I told you guys that I was like, you know, I'm setting up an area to, to kind of dedicate to this recording over in the band room, and I I ordered uh, some soundproofing stuff. Uh, last week and it was going to come in so the update on that is is it came in uh actually 
that day. I thought I was going to come in on Monday uh, when I was re- recording the podcast on Sunday. I actually came in that night. It was delivered. So I got these, uh, you know, they're these foam. They're, these ones I got are like two and a half inch thick, the pyramid ones. Um, they have like four, like uh, nine pyramids on them is, you know, uh, type of thing. But I like these ones. And I have this this desk area. I told you I decoupage the desk with all the garbage pail kits, looking fresh, looking cool. And I had this, but it, it just looks out this window right in front because this is the converted like used to be the garage. This window is five feet by two and a half feet, um, very very big. So I uh, quickly noticed that I had misjudged uh, that first initial uh, order. So I was like, ah shit. So I ordered some more that came a couple days later. So what I have here now constructed so far is just that the window is completely covered double with five inches of foam but it needs another layer and then i have uh you know the very front part of the desk uh, the little wall that was in below the uh the window covered with the foam now this kind the the desk is is like it's it's like built into the wall the way it is like kind of carved into the wall so on the side of me you know it goes like two and a half feet in like into the like uh wide and then it's like five feet long right just same as the window it's all like matches up. So I have these like wall, like the walls on the side and like a little ceiling thing above me. Now I need to cover all of those in foam as well. So I'm getting all of that stuff together too. But I, so I started, I did a, I did a lot of recording uh, this week as, um, as I was setting this all up and kind of experimenting with the best way to do everything. And I started moving some things over here uh, to this side of that to house the house from the library of evil that i i needed to record and and to have uh like my microphone and my laptops and and you know uh the plugs and the cords and headphones and and then uh you know i had it set up and then i got you know i left it set up uh you know after i was finished that night and the next day i go and i start doing stuff and then i'm sitting in there and i'm writing just you know i don't want to bring stuff back and forth you know i'm already uh you know uh I'm right here. I might as well sit here. Then I, you know, I kind of start moving things around the room and then I, I get this desk all situated and now I'm sitting here like, hmm, I wonder if I should completely move my office into this room, make this room the the new office, the new library, if you will. Well, I mean, it won't be the library of evil. It'll be something else. But I'm trying to decide. I'm very, very much like leaning on the side of actually pulling the trigger on it and just making this my new office and, and rearranging everything, changing out the artwork on the walls, not changing it out, but I mean, moving it around because I'd have to move a lot of my art in here. And, uh, I don't know, because if I'm going to be spending a lot of time, you know, uh, recording, and this is, this is what, what's cool about this, that it's come up is, you know, if you've been listening, uh, if you're a longtime listener or, or listening for a little while, especially during the pandemic and all, all of this that's happened in the, in the quarantine, I talked about uh, I've talked about many times how, you know, you know, I've, I've been very much adapting and trying to figure out a way around this obstacle. Like I had my plan, everything I had my route planned. I was on track and then this thing happens. But there's no you know, we have no control over it and it but it's it's in the way. So I, I've talked about how I want to find a way around that obstacle uh, so I could get back on track or, you know, whatever the the new path has to be now, maybe it's a, di- a different route we have to take because things are different. But anyway, this, it's kind of like come to a little bit of fruition now. The way for me that I'm starting to see around this, <clears throat> these obstacles 
is you know be being able to to jump like kind of do these these audiobook recordings and and then that people are hiring me for them <clears throat> because you know that's a way it, it it's a, a something that can create a steady stream of income for me because you know people are downloading audiobooks it's it, it's either like it's two ways you either get paid like hey i want you to read this i'm going to pay you for the flat rate you know and it's x amount of words this much dollars whatever or it's just like or you're doing it through them through audible and then you get like you know royalties and stuff but if those things you know they keep you get enough of them out there things are selling things are being you know fucking streamed or whatever and you're getting kind of like getting some money that's coming in on a regular basis it's still not guaranteed for an amount or that it's going to come but it's it's building that to where it can get to that that level so i have something constantly coming in so i'm not having to you know, break my neck to hustle the, you know, get the last hundred bucks I need before the weekend or, you know, any of those things, you know, there'll still be those times, you know, but, but this is the way I'm kind of finding, like, uh, I'm having like this aha moment of, uh, I think this is the way that I can, you know, stay on track, but get around this obstacle where, you know, I, I'm still making progress and I'm using my talents the the talents that I have my abilities to do that like I'm not I didn't have I'm not having to rely on somebody else to uh you know do something or get or get a day job to get around like I'm I'm using my talents to to do this and it's all about like you know we've talked about setting this up for the long term you want I want to set my life is great I'm, I'm getting it right exactly where you want it and I want it but you, you know you have to set these things up for the long term and that's where my mind is at uh, so this is a this is a, one of those things that's like okay this is a long term thing because you know I have the rights to uh, the majority of my books I have the audio rights to and we've talked like if you uh, are on my Patreon I put the uh, audio, the audio book I recorded for Death Packs and Left Hand Paths months and months ago before I even really knew. Uh, I just, I was, I mean, now I look at it, I'm like, what a fucking idiot I was. I just like, I'm going to sit down and just record myself reading this book and that's good enough. I do a podcast. And then it turned out, you know, there's all these strict, uh, you know, EQs you have to use and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I've talked about this before, so I totally fucked it up and tried to get it fixed, but it was just, it was too little too late. There was too much damage done beyond it. It just couldn't be, be, it couldn't be. Uh, finger banged into the parameters that Audible requires, so I put it on the on my Patreon for my Patreon people to have for free, and I'm going to re-record that and and the other ones I have. So it's like I will constantly be kind of having some stuff going on um, because my books as well. I will be narrating those. But anyway, it's like it, it's a very cool. I'm like I'm feeling good is what I'm saying. Like this is a good uh, thing. I, I'm I'm digging this. Uh, you know, I, I'm throwing myself into this because I always, you know, I've ever since I walked into a, the first recording studio as a kid, I was like, uh, and I mean, like as a teenager playing in bands, it, it always captured my imagination. <clears throat> so I have like this, you know, it, it, from the from the most basic home studio to, you know, I've been in these super professional studios where you're in another room and it's, you know, everything's separated and you're fucking whatever. And then I've been in an analog, completely analog studio, which is, you know, all retro and cool. I've, I've, I've been, I've been lucky enough to have access to record in a bunch of these different environments throughout my life or career, whatever you want to call it. So I've got, I feel pretty, 
well-rounded with this kind of stuff. And I've also, you know, recorded a Letters to Voltron album in my old house years ago. Uh, you know, I've recorded demos and stuff. I, I like to, to do that. And I, I take care of all the, you know, technical stuff for the podcast, for the, the vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne that I do with Christopher Triana every week on Thursdays. You know, that's video and audio. So I handle that, uh, that side of it because I like it. I enjoy it. So, and this is not, I'm not like, don't get, don't get it twisted. I'm not like, uh, going to, trying to become John Wayne, the mu- the mu- music producer or puck fucking radio po- podcast producer. No, 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 no. Uh, this is just a- another aspect of what I, I found I'm able to uh, utilize in-, in that. So I'm, of course, going to sharpen the skill, you know, dust off all the, you know, the rust or whatever and, and, and get better at it. But I'm, I'm solidly working at making this area just the best environment for me to record and it it come out as best as it can because I'm performative when I'm doing these readings for these people I'm not just like and then da 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 unless it you know certain parts call for that but I'm doing I do voices for every character I, I get into it that's my theater background coming in my theater kid you know speech tournament stuff uh, that that's coming in handy on that so I'm trying to do the best I don't just want to be like you know this guy that does audiobooks and I, I want it to be an experience where people want you know they it, it's it's sought out for that kind of thing you know and you get, so I just you know you know me I like to do a good job I try to but very exciting so anyway this that's what that's where I'm hanging at on this kind of crux of like do I move my office like completely to uh to this one or uh, to this room and, and make this you know it, it it's I have to say I like you know my desk in the library of evil, as I've you know said before, it's a corner desk, so it just fits right there in the corner. It's it's very small. It it's 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 uh it's just tiny. It's it's um it's a good size, I guess. I you know it gets the job done. I've used it you know low this you know at least a whole year. I think I've had that desk in there or more. Um, but it's in the corner. It's I, I do knock it around a lot uh, when I'm moving and stuff like that. That's one of the main things. Is like man, this is like. Like some for activities on this desk, I'm comfortable. I have the mic like situated right in front of me. I don't have to sit in an angle because the desk is at an angle. So I'm like, I don't know, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of pluses to this. Uh, to to maybe possibly having this as the new, uh, you know, main station in in Wayne Manor. But uh, but who knows? I I'm you know what I will. Uh, this will have to be a cliffhanger because I'm going to have to make a decision this week. Uh, I'll make a decision so I don't have to do anything. But, uh, you know, I'm going to think about it, and I'll let you guys know next week um, if, if this is a, a permanent move, if we're, if we're making this the main castle or the main cavern, if you will, or, or we're going to, you know, do a joint custody split back and forth. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but anyway, I've been blathering on here, uh, but that's what, uh, that's what I do coffee. I told you guys, Green Lantern is back. When the Green Lantern is back, this is what happens. Full effect. Gosh, it's so great. Uh, um, uh, welcome back, Greeny. Yeah, I missed you too. Anyway, uh, so I think without further ado, we should go ahead and move on to our three-card tarot reading uh, of the of the day. Uh, as you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every episode. I just kind of write down my thoughts, things that are on my mind, what's going on, and, and then I, I look at the, you know, Look at it through the prism of the car. Just get a fresh perspective. Maybe just give me uh, something to think about um, or think about a little differently than I have been. It's fun. I enjoy it. Uh, I also do a card of the day reading uh, on my Instagram at John Wayne is dead. 
Uh, so you can check that out every morning. I know the last few mornings uh, I've been doing recordings, so I've only been posting the 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 actual card of the day and haven't you know slacked off on being able to actually sit there and explain it. Um, but there's a lot of moving pieces over here at Wayne Manor where I was you know I had a lot I had some work to do. So I'll be back on track doing the readings on Monday. But you know rest assured every morning at uh, John Wayne is dead on Instagram you can watch my card of the day readings and uh, and we'll all learn together and have fun or not. <clears throat> So, this week, uh, the things that I were on my mind, um, I wrote down are, uh, you know, I, I'm look, looking at pro- progress and momentum, and, and progress versus momentum, and, uh, you know, how those two relate to what I'm doing, and how my progress uh, keeps my momentum up, and, and, and vice versa, uh, problem solving, like, a lot of this has to do with, you know, a- around what's been on my mind this week is, like, you know, the building this soundproof thing doing these audiobooks that make you know kind of setting these things up to long-term help myself though so that's what i mean by problem solving being adaptable um again that's you know adaptable to the space adaptable to the situations that are that are going on uh, around me or that i'm thrust into of course always having my focus uh and my having my drive and motivation on point uh that in that i have the correct motivation uh i'm uh, the proper correct things are motivating me to make my decisions uh, the way I, I make them in accordance with my uh, higher self, career, you know, path, all that kind of stuff. So first card we get, wow, the tower. Okay, so that's not a good card. Everyone knows that. Uh, but you know me, I always look on the on the, the brighter side of this. I, I don't think that necessarily getting the tower means that, uh, you know, it, it doesn't always mean that, you know, oh my God, your life is about to fall apart. But it, it does you know that with the tower it does tell us to expect the unexpected and what that unexpected is is change unexpected change is going to happen but in an upheaval you know kind of chaos destroying everything in its path kind of way like that's how the tower is generally uh you know the change that the tower brings is generally viewed um but like i said it doesn't always have to be that way and also you know i think that this is leaves a lot into the interpretation of this doesn't mean necessarily your whole life. This could mean an aspect of your life or career or a relationship. This isn't. This doesn't necessarily mean everything. You know what I mean? But it is about a change that's gonna, that's that's going to happen. Like and and what it's trying to with this change, the reason why it be, it's so. Uh, it's touted as so extreme and so destructive is because it's 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 trying to show you that whatever this thing that it's destroying this aspect of your life is built on the foundation is not uh solid it's not sound you know it's uh unstable you know and it's kind of saying like you need it's asking us to adjust our core beliefs you know to stable ones They're, we're being challenged uh, in that way and, and kind of being shown like look you think that this is your stable foundation thing well let me just show you how exactly stable it is boom you know and we sometimes we kind of can't we, we don't want to look back at things when we're, we're past them we're like ah, I got through that I did that or I laid that foundation down I, I did that step let me go on to the next on to the next on to the next but you don't ever look back to make sure that like the concrete dried correctly or that you know you you plumbed the you know, the fucking, I don't know what plumbing is, but, you know, you put all the, the hookups in, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's it's kind of making us, we we don't look back sometimes and check check up on what we've done or check in. And, you know, 
this can be avoided if we do and are constantly making sure our foundation is is stable and that our beliefs are are you know we trust in our beliefs um and and you know what we stand for so the thing about this is that uh we, we we pretty much need to like i said with a lot of cards change is inevitable these changes you know you don't you, you can't resist these changes necessarily even if you do like the universe just will push them on you so with this it's just saying you know the best thing to do is just let this this let this self destruct let it be you know ravaged let it come all down so that you can then move on to rebuilding and refocusing yourself um you know, this is one of those things, again, we can't stop it, so it's like, you can't stop it, so surrender to it. You know, especially because this is something that when it, when it, nest, when it starts happening, we it's one of those things where we already know but don't want to admit to ourselves that it needed to come down and it needed to crumble, but we still want to fight it for some reason, like, oh, no, you know, just let it happen. It, it, it's for a reason. Um, With this card, I like to write this down when this comes up because I think it's good to think of this is happening for you and not to you. We're not, you know, don't, we don't want to fall in some like victim mentality, oh, woe is me uh, type of thing. Um, you know, we just need to know that this is going to allow for, you know, us to get off on the right track now for the right foundation, for the right type of growth that we want, that we want to have happen. So we have to look at it like that, even though it may totally suck, we don't want to fall into some negative thought pattern because of it. Um, you know, of course, and we know uh, know that we'll be stronger and wiser after this because as we gain knowledge and experience and growth from from uh, obstacles, from tri trials and tribulations, um, you know, but we'll also be more uh, resilient through this. You know, you you just get a little bit uh, tougher, if if you will, and um, you know, it's going to give us a different perspective, of course, because if, if something major has changed, you know, we're of course going to have a new perspective on it. But another positive aspect of this card, like I like to find the positives, is you'll be able to see it coming, uh, you know, in the future with this adjustment. If you keep up and you, and you keep up with this, you know, checking in, making sure your fucking foundation's strong, you'll see, you can see this kind of stuff coming and you can prevent it. And I've talked about that with other cards before. Um, and anyway, and, and it's important to remember, just remember this is a positive change, despite the pain um, that we're going through. So, Tower, not a great card, but hey, change is inevitable sometimes. Next card, Ten of Pentacles reversed. So, you know, Pentacles, that, that's, that's uh, you know, finance and uh, material, all that kind of stuff. But with the Ten of Pentacles reversed, um, you're starting to, you're coming to a point where you're starting to question the importance of of wealth, but more, more like specifically the importance of the wealth that you are chasing yourself. Um, you, you know, it's just like one of those things where you're starting to realize that it, it, you're almost like stuck in this, you know, chasing your own tail situation that, you know, how do you get out of this? Because, you know, you're constantly working to, to maintain this lifestyle that you've, you know, come upon and, and you need to, you feel constant pressure to upgrade that lifestyle and, and, uh, you know, keep going and, and work harder to get that next raise so that you can have this car, whatever it is. You know, but now that you're starting to question that, like, is this is this really important? Is this, is this what I'm trying to do? Um, or you're starting to question if this is the type of if you have a need for this type of security in your life right now or, you know, if this is how you want to even build your security. Uh, 
you know, it's just all like uh, all these questions are happening, which goes good with the tower. You know, we just had that, um, you know, we need to look out because we might be unwilling to to downgrade for whatever reason. We have that in our head. Like even if even if our income drops off, you know, we we still feel the need to uh, maintain appearances, I guess you could say. But and I, I like this this part of it. We, we have to examine that we have maybe have let our self-worth be tied up in our wealth inadvertently possibly and or advertently and this is the thing we need to we need to unravel this connection you know it, it didn't always start like that most likely you know we you know we just got to a point where we've now we've identified uh ourselves with with some aspect that we've created or something about us and and you know that's not a stable thing to base your uh you know well your self-worth on so it's kind of coming down uh, again, like it's coming apart you're, by your own questioning. You're like, why am I doing this? What's, what's happening? I don't, you know, it's not, and that's all, again, not always meaning like the, the money you make, cause you could stop making money or make less money, but you're still, your identity is so tied to that, that you're just going into Hawk because if you're not this, then who are you? You know what I mean? But and we need to get, get rid of, you know, untangle that, that connection. Um, and then, you know, if we if we can step back from all of this, we're already having these thoughts. It's a good idea to, to kind of reevaluate what our position is in all of this, in that career wise, what, what we're actually going after when we talk about, you know, our, our financial, you know, wealth or wealth creation. And so reevaluate where we are in that and then take action to regain our our sense of our true self-worth right what we really uh who who we really are what we're what our identity is truly based on and and once we get there once we can get to that then i feel like then you move forward with okay now where do i want to be financially what you know do i where do i need to be and where do i want to be and then you can make the decisions based on that so um there you go last card page of pentacles so page you know is the start of everything, the spark, the initial idea, pentacles again, our wealth, our material stuff. So with the page of pentacles in particular, we're starting to become aware of the value that money has, in particularly our money. You know, we're starting to realize the, uh, you know, if I want to buy this, it's this much money. And I mean, that means that I have to work this many hours do I, is it worth it? You know, whereas for me, it's like, I have to sell X amount of books, you know, if I'm going to do this and, and, uh, whatever it, it's like, um, you're becoming aware of what that is. It's just an awareness. And, uh, you're, you know, you're, and also you, you're starting to see the value of, uh, wealth and possessions and, and how you want to manifest this in your life. So, you know, this is just like one of those things where, Sometimes we just have this aha moment where we're like, you know what, I don't need to buy all these circus peanuts and, uh, you know, used DVD versions of Ernest Scared Stupid, the uh, Spanish dub version. I don't care how cool it is. It's not worth it. I had to, you know, scrub 1100 toilets to get this, you know, uh, Thanos uh, movie worn prop ring. I don't know. But it's just like those kind of things we start to consider. Um, so, and then, and then with this, you know, kind of idea of what we, 
you know, of how money has become valuable to us in, in this way, we're start, we, we start to tap into our ability to manifest the, you know, the opportunities that we want in that way or the ventures that we want uh, in, that, in that type of way. So all of these things we're just starting to think about, right? It's just ideas at this point. And that's what we need to remember with the page, all of the page cards. It's the initial motivation. It's just sitting there with the idea, you know. Um, but we absolutely need to put a clear plan in place so that we can actually put our idea into motion and focus on the, the practical, the tangible parts, you know. We need to, you know, figure out, you know, how to stay grounded in this and not get carried away. But, you know, we want to put a plan together. Something, you know, something that is achievable, something that is realistic, at least in the steps that we're going to take to get to where we want to go. Um, and then with this, you know, is a great time. And what we need to do, if, if we're taking on these new ventures, uh, f- taking our, you know, wealth creation into our own hands, we need to make sure we seek out and learn new skills that we'll need uh, in order to manifest these things. And this will ensure success in the long term. Hmm, that sounds familiar. Uh, you know, and 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 I've said this all the time. I say this to people out there like on the road. I say this to other authors and other artists that I work with. The more well, I mean, I used to say it like, you know, I I I aim to make myself indispensable in that, you know, in my field it's just like you need this, you need a song, you need a story, you need a this story, you need a you need a sketch. You need a, you know, you need a jack a guy, you need off a guy, you know, I, and it's, that's what this is. The more skills, sorry, the more skills you have in your kind of tool belt or whatever, or your, your, uh, at your hand or at your access, the, the more that you can achieve. Now, again, this is not saying like, you don't just start learning 1100 new skills and spread yourself super thin. No, these need to be the skills that, uh, relate to what you're, the plan that you've just put in place from this idea that you've had. Um, so, and then, you know, with this card, it, it offers this, you know, you may be sitting on a new business adventure. Uh, be sure to set up for long-term success. See that you're devoted and committed to seeing it through. So for me, like the things I was just talking about with, with uh, you know, figuring out this new audio book, kind of like uh, narration gigs and building an, an, out this new area to do it uh, in and, and kind of moving and, and setting things up and moving uh, the path around the obstacle. The, to me, this this reading all comes in uh, pretty, uh, pretty damn ties together pretty damn well with, for what was on my mind and gives me definitely something to uh, think about. So I hope that you guys got something out of this today. I, I sure did. And again, if you are interested in more tarot stuff, check out uh, my Instagram at John Wayne is dead and my story every morning. I have a card of the day reading that you can check out. So um, this part of the show, I usually do a, uh, you know, I talk about the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast. And, uh, you know, I talk about uh, the Patreon and I I have a little excerpt from the uh, from the the episode that is going to come out uh, today. So you can go over and check it out. I actually don't have the excerpt yet because we're recording it. Um, It's going to be recorded Monday morning after this podcast has already come out. And then it will be released, uh, you know, within 20 or 30 minutes of it being recorded. So 
uh, so rather than delay both podcasts, I, I just uh, we're going to skip that that part and 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 you can check out the Patreon. I'll, I'll put a little clip of it in, but it's uh, a return guest this week, my man uh, Charles up in uh, Charles the Animal Steel, aka at Funko Hunter eight hundred three. Uh, he's been doing some awesome stuff. He just did a, a you know he did a, a thousand follower follower giveaway. Uh, recently, so he, congratulations on that to him. And uh, you know, I, I uh, did a logo for one of the, the the winner and all this kind of stuff. It was a cool. It was a very cool thing. We'll talk about all that uh, in our in our discussion. But I, I really like this guy a lot. We met on the road and and uh, stayed uh, stayed tight ever since. He works his ass off for what he's doing, and uh, I love him a lot. So be sure to go over and check out uh, the Patreon this week at uh, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead to hear our episode and uh, follow him at Funko Hunter 803 on uh, Instagram. His Instagram is very cool. It's constant. He's constantly updating. It's constantly uploading, uh, you know, uh, story stuff, stuff that's in, that's intricate to the, the, the Funko uh, clubs that he's in and runs and then his live show every Wednesday. Very cool. Check Charles out, please. He will be on the Awesome Dude for Life podcast this week today when this comes out later but later anyway so without further ado then we'll just move right on in to our story portion of the podcast so uh it's the holiday season right you know and i'm not too big on the holidays but uh i had this uh i was reminded of this yesterday or no a couple days ago when i um I had to write it down. I was like, "Oh man, I I totally forgot about that." But it's uh, but it's awesome. So um, uh, so we'll call this one um, Uncle Christmas comes to Nintendo. So, uh, and one thing that I did this week that I also I didn't mention up top was I got to actually practice uh band practice in in real like in with uh with chris jet uh at our practice space together in the same room uh and it was awesome now excuse me i hit the bong right there before uh, during that break so uh you know we've been using this program called jam kazam which has been a beta program where you it takes the latency out you can practice online we've been practicing with that fairly regularly this in, for this entire eight months or whatever we've been locked down so that's always been a that's been a cool thing because a lot of people a lot of bands i know have not been able to even practice at all this whole time or you know tried weird things it just didn't work but that that program does work jam kazam it's actually starting first of the year we just found out it's going to a subscription-based uh service so um, if you want to try, still be a beta user, try it out for free. Uh, you got a couple more weeks, but after that, it goes to pay. So very cool program. I do, uh, I do highly recommend it. Um, especially, it, not even for like, I mean, it's such a good tool for for rehearsal, and uh, it really takes the. Uh, I mean, I think it could take some of the inconvenience out of our scheduling for people, as far as like job, you know, their day jobs or kids or whatever, whatever you have, because you just have to be home, you know to practice and you practice with your band as long as you're you know, have all the requirements anyway does not in by any means replace the live practice so we went uh my wife and i went over to to, to chris and his uh wife friend's house and we were safe totally this was all safe you know she there was all we were clear tested everything was fine 
you know, I don't want people to think that I'm just, again, like, you know, I know I'm going to do these events and stuff, but I am being safe. So it was amazing. I, uh, we practiced, you know, the practice was badass. I actually broke out my, uh, Gibson Melody Maker, which I have not, you know, I, I got that guitar on a, on a, on a Lark. I think I told the story on one of these episodes way back, a while back when I just went into the, the pawn shop in Denton and just bought that like right off the rack. Like I was like, I'll take that, you know, and it was very cool. But, uh, the guitar just, I haven't, I just haven't used it. You know, I, I went right into, I was using the, my, my, uh, my Gretsch, the Gretsch, and then I got another Gretsch, and those were my two main guitars for a long time. And now, like, I was like, I'm gonna bring this guitar over and try it. So I did uh, y- try it and um, dial- tried in some new, dialed in a different, like, little amp setting, and maybe might be paring down some stuff. But I really like this guitar, man. It- I played it for the entire practice. Uh, it got a good sound. I have some 10 gauge strings on it, but I'm, I'm gonna put 11 gauges on it because I, the 10s, man, I just pull them a little too hard now, and I, I, I pull them out of tune because I've been used to playing acoustic for like 10 months exclusively and I've got these 12 gauge strings on there they're all heavy and shit anyway so I'm used to like grabbing hard but uh that's my fault my problem this is nothing the story has nothing to do with us practicing but uh you know Chris has kids you know it's a couple young boys Henry and Sammy shouts out boys and uh I asked uh we we were you know setting up and I was like so what's uh What's Henry getting this year? You know, what's the kids get this year? Is he getting a, a what a PlayStation Five or what? Do, what do they do? I think you know, and he's six, so I I don't know. What I think what I got when I was six, but he's like, no, not that. But they he said, and oh, I hope I hope you're not listening to this, Henry. But he's getting a Nintendo Switch, so everyone keep the fucking you know, don't be tweeting this out. Keep the surprise for him. But anyway, he's like, yeah, he's getting a Nintendo Switch, and I was like, oh, and they're like, yeah, and we got him with these games and this game and stuff, and I was like, okay, that's that's good to know. Um, I was like, yeah, because uh, you know, I if I'm out somewhere, I see some Switch games or something, I can, I can pick those up and you know come. That that's a good thing to know. It's a good gift. To, you know, your kids got the game system. You just buy a game for them, right? So I, as I'm saying that, yeah, when I'm out and about somewhere, if I see a game, a Switch game, I could buy for Henry. I'll, I could buy it, and I'm like, you know, and then I, I, I sat, I, th- I stopped for a second, and I thought, you know, the two or three games that Chris just listed off to me that he said they bought for him, I had no idea what they were. I didn't know the names. I didn't know what the, what they were, but, you know, I imagine they're the good games that he wanted, right? And it reminded me, you know, of of this story, this this Christmas uh, story and it's kind of like it's kind of a short little uh, little one but we've been you know we've been trucking along here pretty well but it just was like oh my gosh just talk about a full circle event so you know like I said we we moved here from Pittsburgh uh, Pennsylvania when I was when I was six and for the first couple weeks or so we lived here we stayed with my uh, uh, uncle Bob uh, rest in power passed away recently and uh, and his wife and, and sons uh, and we stayed there at their house till we found an apartment and shit and, you know, and then we live in the apartment. A couple of years have gone by, right? Now we're at our house the, that we moved into and it's a Christmas day. And my uncle, that uncle has since, uh, moved on from his current wife to, uh, not, not having a wife anymore, uh, and, uh, driving an IROC Camaro, which I thought was very cool. And, um, and having, uh, you know, dating these young, young blonde women with, uh, maybe, uh, proportions that were, you know, 
uh, suitable to uh, floating in the ocean if you were to jump ship, perhaps. But uh, yeah, so, and I thought that was awesome. So, you know, it's like a couple of years have gone by. Here's, here's, you know, it's Christmas Day at our house. And like I said, we, we don't have, all of our family is up in uh, Pennsylvania. So it's just us. And I know like, I don't know exactly, maybe some other people were visiting, but I know Uncle Bob comes to Christmas. It's like he shows up uh, Christmas Day, and it's like, you know, it's in the, it's it, late afternoon, evening, like a four or five o'clock or something, and he's like always just a, always, he was always full of, like, energy. He always made an entrance. every like, hey, John, you know, like that. He's just big, big personality, always smiling. So he, you know, rockets into the, the house like that, fresh out the eye rock, blonde big titty girlfriend in tow and uh and he's like hey john hey because he probably called me he was one of the people that would always call me john and like my mom dad all of us it's john wayne bob all right whatever but he's like i got you some game i got you got some presents for you you know and i'm like oh shit thank you and he's like yeah you got nintendo and i'm like oh shit yeah and i'm like so they're wrapped but i know like he's basically said i got you a couple games so I op- so I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So I open, I open the games. There's two games. One of them, I don't even know what it was. I, it was so obscure that I cannot recall even the name of it right now. That's how it was just like, what the hell is this? And then the other one was Pac-Man. Just a Nintendo cartridge that was just, just Pac-Man. Nothing else, no like Pac-Man collection. This was, this was years and years and years ago. And I'm like, oh... Thank you. Cool. Cool. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you guys like the video games. You can play them out. All right. Uh, thank you so much. You know, but it was like one of those, if you've seen that Simpsons episode where, you know, the the Bone Storm one where at the end, Marge, you know, gets Bart like, I know. And here's that video game you wanted. And he opens it up and he thinks it's <laughs> Bone Storm, but it's that, you know, uh, that golf game like Lee fucking Trevino's putting challenge or something. That's pretty much what this this was equal to and I was just looking at these games trying to hide it on my face like you know trying to look thankful and and appreciative but uh, but at at the same time like somebody's just handed me like probably $80 worth of these games and I'm just like in my mind I'm like are you an idiot you fucking idiot stupid who what is this Pac-Man what am I dumb you know but I remember we we went upstairs my sister and brother and I and I Put the first one in the one that I can't remember what it is now, and I think it was just like, okay, yeah, I don't know what this. We took it out and uh, put Pac-Man in because we know what Pac-Man was, and you know we played Pac-Man for a little bit, and it's like, oh, okay, take this shit out and let's play the real games we got for Christmas. So uh, you know, we uh, you know those were just games that sat on the side. Now I did actually get very much into that Pac-Man game for a while because. I don't know. I just put it on one day and wanted something to play. I'll play Pac-Man for a little bit. And then I ended up, ended up just playing it for a really long time and getting very good at it. So that is why, like, if I go to an arcade, well, I mean, I don't know. Who knows if arcade games will ever be able to be used again. But um, I always play Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man. I prefer Miss Pac-Man for some reason. I, I don't know why, but uh, I, I'll play Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man. I, I have a... Uh, I have a great appreciation and and love for Pac-Man to this day, most likely because of that that gift of that uh, Pac-Man cartridge. But it made me think like that's like in that moment when I was talking to Chris about, yeah, I'll buy Henry some games. 
like in that moment, I was like, that memory just came back to me and I was like, holy shit, what am I talking about? I'll buy some game. I don't know what a fucking, I don't know what kids, I don't know what good games are. I would just go buy some random like Pac-Man and putting challenge and give it to him. And he'd be like, what the fuck is this? You know, and I think back to my uncle, you know, he was probably, I mean, he, he I mean, he was probably half loaded at that point. It's Christmas day. You come in and I'm, I'm just like, picture, it's myself, you know, I'm showing up. Half in the bag already. I got some, I stopped to just get some presents. Here you go, kids. You like it, right? Ah, this game's got uh, Ginger Man in it, right? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> just like coming in, taking over the room, loud and, you know, I'm here, John Wayne, you know. And I was like, I, what am I talking about? I, I can't buy a video game for a child. I have no idea what even the video games are that, that a kid would play. But it was a really cool full circle moment for me where I was like, wow, you know what? I've become my Uncle Bob D- to a degree. And uh, I could do a lot worse. All right. Hey, there you go. My Uncle Uncle Christmas comes to Nintendo. Uh, uncle Bob was a great guy. He was... Uh, you uh, just always, um, always happy, always happy to see you. He used to come visit me at my Starbucks uh, when he would make sales calls to the um, machine shops in the area. Always a great guy. I miss him. Rest in power uh, to you, Uncle Bob. And uh, thank you very much for that Pac-Man game and whatever the hell the else the other one was. Uh, probably became a doorstop. Anyway, um, that's it for this week. Thank you guys for joining me. As always, I appreciate the support and listening to the show. Thank you guys for subscribing and checking me out. Uh, Again, be sure to be on the lookout for the special edition pre-orders of Mage of the Hellmouth. Uh, Be uh, keeping an eagle eye appeal to my social media this week. I'll be dropping the hints and putting the whole thing out there together. And and, uh, uh, if you want one, you know, they're not going to be super cheap, but they'll be worth it. Anyway, uh, check that out. As always, uh, follow me at John Wayne is Dead on Instagram, Twitter. Follow uh, my name on the, the Facebook. Uh, go to JohnWayneIsDead.com for all of your needs of me. The shop page is stock full of all of my books. That is also where the special edition pre-order will be, by the way, on the, shop, on the John Wayne is Dead shop page. Uh, and we've got, you know, T-shirts, records, everything is there for you to buy. And when you get it from me, I personalize it and, and send you some extra goodies as well. And uh, all of my books are, as always, on Amazon and Kindle and all of those other sites that you get books from. And, uh, yes, I appreciate any and all the support, and I hope everyone stays uh, safe and, and fun out there. If you want to, you know, throw a couple bucks my way, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is Dead. Uh, you have yet another podcast of me to listen to, plus all extra goodies. And don't forget that every Thursday I do Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne uh, with my good buddy, horror author Christopher Triana, and that is a long-form horror discussion podcast, usually about two and a half, three hours long, and it's video as well, so you can check it out if you want to see our handsome faces. So, uh, again, thank you all so much, and, uh, you know, hey, let's let's get together and play some Pac-Man later. You know what I mean? (laughs) 